Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. Week number eight of the high school football season is upon us. The pairing show coming up on Sunday. Don't forget to join us there. Right now, though, busy night in week number eight. The man to catch you up on scores and scores and more scores. The star of our show, Network Indiana's James Adams. Thank you, Coach. It's a pleasure to be with you and Elijah here tonight. Coming up on Sunday, we have the Indianapolis Colts taking on their divisional rival in the Tennessee Titans. Big matchup, both teams entering the contest at 2-2. Two and two. The Colts will be without several key players, linebacker Shaquille Leonard, Left tackle Bernard Ryman and defensive end Quiddy Pay will all miss the game due to injury. One player that will be returning, though, is Colts center Ryan Kelly. Here's head coach Shane Steichen talking about Kelly's return. Obviously, to have a veteran leader, you know, a smart, you know, center, and, and French has done a hell of a job while he stepped in. But to get Ryan Kelly back, uh, it's going to be big for offensive line uh, on Sunday. One player whose status is not known is all-pro running back Jonathan Taylor. He returned to the active roster this week after spending the first four weeks on the active PUP list. Head coach Shaden Steichen talked about how Taylor looked through the first two days of practice. Conditioning-wise, he looked good. Um, again, you know, it's been a while since he's been out there, but he looked good You know, the last couple of days, and uh, we'll make that decision uh, when the game comes around. There are, of course, still questions surrounding Taylor about his commitment to the Indianapolis Colts' desire to be here. Taylor spoke to the media earlier this week when he returned to the team. He was asked if he still wants to be a Colt. This was his response. Oh, listen, like I said, I'm here right now, and my number one thing is to take care of my teammates. Um, a lot of people worry about what I want, what I want. doesn't matter what necessarily I want. What matters is what this team needs, what this team wants, what this city wants, and what this city needs. And what this city needs is a championship. And, and while I'm here, that's what I'm going to work my tail off to do. That's what I work my tail off to get the opportunity to do. Um, you know, I think when you've been out for a while, you start looking at it and you, you say, man, when you have that opportunity, and I never took it for granted, but even when it's taken away, you still are like, man, that was a great opportunity, and I can't wait to have another opportunity. So, um, like I said, I never took it for granted and at all, um, so you know health comes first. One of the most intriguing pairings on this Colts team is the pair of Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor. Taylor spoke about what he has seen from the rookie quarterback so far. I think I really saw someone who was, he was a tough competitor, um, especially this, this past game. I mean, it was, I was kind of all over the place. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh, we gotta, we can pull this out. Um, you know, I'm rooting for guys like, oh, let's go, let's make this catch. Oh, let's, oh my God, good run. Um, but one thing I saw from him was how he had the guys rally around him and that's what you want and you know as a leader as a quarterback that's what you want you want to be able to to have guys rally around you so I was really excited to see that from him I mean shoot he just turned 21 so I don't know how that feels to him interpersonally you know everyone deals with pressure differently um, but I couldn't really see too much of it on uh, this past weekend 
Diving back into the high school football scores. Adam Central, they beat Bluffton 24 to nothing. Avon, they get the big win over Zionsville 22-17, the final score in that one. Our game of the week, Brownsburg taking on Noblesville. Brownsburg wins 27-22. Brownstown Central, they beat Silver Creek 45-14, the final score in that one. DeKalb, they beat Belmont 38-14. Franklin, they get the victory over Greenwood 35-21. Greencastle, they beat Owen Valley 35-15. Greenfield Central and Delta, they played this evening. Greenfield Central gets the 28-9 victory. Hamilton Southeastern took on Franklin Central, and they got the victory as well, 19-3. Indianapolis Lutheran, they played Speedway. Indianapolis Lutheran wins 28-9. Indianapolis Cecina, 41. Indianapolis Ritter, 28. Jimtown, they beat South Bend Adams, 44-6. Kokomo beats Richmond, 43-0. And Lafayette Central Catholic beats Benton Central, 64-7. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight. Westfield is number seven in 6A tonight. They beat Fishers. Fishers ranked number eight, 28-14 the final in this one. Jake Gilbert joins me. Coach, congratulations on a great win over a tremendous Fishers team tonight. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a, it was a great win. We respect Fishers a ton. Um, I think they're really good. And so they've got a couple injuries. But we had a couple injuries and hung in there. Just a good hard-fought win. Uh, for the Rocks tonight. You sound like you played and, and you're worn out. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little worn out, yes. It wasn't that easy, but um, hey, I'm happy. So, very grateful to Well, you should be. Yeah. You just keep, every game you play, somebody every it seems like everyone you've played is ranked. Am I I'm close to right on them, am I not? I um I think with the exception of Avon last week, every game has been against a ranked opponent. And your kids weather the storm, you know. So that's you know, yeah. that's a, a credit to them, credit to your staff, because you, you your margin for error in these kinds of games is slim, and and uh, that's something you're you're taking care of. It seems night after night. Yeah, we're seven and one. I, I just thought our staff did a great job um, having everyone ready, and so we we um, just I just thought we wanted it. You know, I was happy with our kids' will to to fight it out and get the win. It wasn't easy. Obviously, Fishers is excellent, but right. we were a little tougher tonight, and I was proud of our kids for that. Two-score win, how do you do this? Well, we got a huge explosive play to start the game uh, to Gabe Arambola's really long touchdown pass. And then we finished the scoring with a – Long play, uh, pass play to Max Nosler, where it was a short completion, but he broke a tackle and took it the distance. So we were able to get, you know, a couple of plays where we didn't really drive the ball per se, but we did run the ball pretty well overall. It was windy conditions. Offense was tough sledding, but 
we did enough. And then defensively, you know, they've got Kobe Martin, who's maybe maybe the best mm-hmm. running back, uh, one of the top running backs, at least, in Indiana. And he was uh, who he is. You know, he's tough to tackle. They run block really well. And we lost uh, our best player on the first series, our defensive tackle, William Goodvine. And so a couple guys just had to step up. And Michael Webster was great in the middle and made a ton of tackles. And Drew Law got an interception. And so we were good up the middle of the defense, Played pretty good pass defense. Fishers was was without their starting quarterback. Um, but we did a good job of bending but not breaking. And um, we had just enough. So 28-14 win. Jake Gilbert, the head coach at Westfield, the number 7 and 6A. They beat number 8 Fishers tonight, 28-14. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thank you so much, Bob. Bye. You're welcome, Garen Catholic is a number two in 3A tonight. They beat Terre Haute North 42-0. Tom Dilley joins me. Coach, congratulations on a great win tonight. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Defensively, what more can you ask out of your kids? Yeah, they, they played solid all night. Um, you know, uh, obviously uh, gave up a, a few yards here and there, but for the most part we're um, – right spot on and uh, played really good run defense and uh, limited the passing game as well and thought we tackled pretty well. So, uh, yeah, I thought we just played good team defense all around the night. And offensively, they benefit from, I'm sure, great uh, field position with the efforts of your defensive unit tonight. Yeah, most of the year and certainly tonight, our average drive start has been, you know, a little bit better than our opponents and that's a credit to special teams defense it's you know it's a collective effort and um uh yeah the the offense was was set up in some pretty good situ- scenarios but did drive the ball and to zero at north's credit we re- really didn't have a lot of big plays uh we had to we had to capitalize in the red zone and for the most part we did that who plays well tonight coach in the big win you know i thought both our running backs peter rooney and uh jack linden uh, both ran the ball right at the Patriots pretty well, and again, that's a credit to the offensive line as well as as well as them. But um, we've had a couple receivers go down the last couple of weeks, and the guys that have stepped in uh, played at a pretty high level. Hayden Clare made an unbelievable touchdown catch, and um, uh, Malcolm Howells has uh, is now being kind of a two way warrior for us and played real well at receiver. And I thought our quarterback managed the game really well and executed uh, the things that were there and. Uh, made some really nice throws. A uh, kid named uh, Luke Baldwin, a kid who stepped in at senior slot receiver, has been hurt his whole career. Finally got in the game and um, got a nice touchdown catch on a corner route. And uh, so the receiving core did, did a nice job tonight. Garen Catholic, forty-two nothing over Terrell North. Tom Dilley, thanks. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Our Beck's Hybrid Player of the a player with heart. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. All right, more high school football scores coming at you right now. Cathedral and Ron Colley. Cathedral shuts out Ron Colley by the score of 42 to nothing. Heritage gets the big victory over Southern Wells, 61-7, the final score in that one. Monroe Central versus Irvington Preparatory Academy. Monroe Central, 45, Irvington, nothing. 
West Vigo over Cloverdale. Final score, 43-18. Some more scores. Alexandria, they beat Frankton 35 to nothing. Batesville, they get the victory over Franklin County, 49-6. Eastbrook, they take on and beat Madison Grant, 22-8. Danville and Western Boone. Danville, 21. Western Boone, 7. That's the final score. Clinton Central, they beat Delphi by a large amount, 48-6, to the final score in that one. And Charlestown, they beat Salem, 46-22. Greenwood Christian, they took on Fort Wayne Blackhawk. They shut them out, 35 to nothing. the final score. Mississinawa, they also shut out Elwood, 49 to nothing. that final score. Tri-West and Crawfordsville, yet another shutout. Tri-West, 41, Crawfordsville, nothing. Pioneer, they take on Culver, 46-8, the final score in favor of Pioneer. North Montgomery and Frankfurt, they played this evening. North Montgomery wins 36-6. Mississinawa, they beat Elwood by the score of 49-0. Lewis Cass and Manchester. Lewis Cass gets the 38-7 victory, and Lakeland beat Fairfield this evening, 33-7. More scores coming at you in 15. For Network Indiana, I'm James Adams. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Our player with heart... Brought to you by Bex Hybrids at Bex. We are and will remain farmers at heart. High school football tonight. Whiteland beats Plainfield 22-8. to Whiteland's Darren Fisher joins me. Coach, I know how hard this call is to make because you know I'm a proud graduate of Plainfield High School. But congratulations on a win over. Oh, these are two really good teams. You guys must have played well. Both of you played well. But how about the effort from your guys? Uh, you know, Bob, I, I, kids are so resilient. I, you know, they're more resilient than the coaches. I've been, we've mm-hmm. got so many guys injured. We have 11 guys out with some kind of injury or illness or something going on. And, and we had six right. sophomores start on defense. And just when you think that, you know, just when you think <laughs> you, you might have lost them, you know, they come out and play, you know, great, great six-second mm-hmm. effort one play at a time. I mean, that's all we talked about, you know, just – just play, just win the moment. You know, don't worry about the scoreboard. Don't worry. You know, when you can truly get into that mode, um, right. and our kids did tonight. I, I it was great. I we asked some guys to play both ways. You know, Jordan Palmer is our best defender, and then he turns out and you know has a big touchdown run and carried the ball great and was a great blocker tonight. And our two defensive ends, um, Scott Harden and uh, Aiden Schaefer, you know, played about half this football game. Um, at double tight ends, and you know we had to do some things we don't normally do. <laughs> right, we, had, we right. just had to. We, had, we played with seven linemen on the field for half the game because we just got so many guys hurt. And our kids just responded. Um, we had guys playing injured. Our quarterback, Ollie Taylor, completed three really big balls, and he got hit and his shoulder hurt, but he kept grinding in there. And I, like I said, I'm just so proud of our kids. Our coaches, um, my special teams coordinator Zach Rudolph, saw something in them, and we. Uh, we recovered two onside kicks, uh, one on the opening kickoff. We, we saw something we liked. And, um, you know, like I said, just a great team effort. Coaches, staff, right. kids, uh, trainer. Uh, our trainer, Sarah Rowe, did, did yeoman's work yeah. this week, getting our guys <laughs> yeah. healthy enough to get in there and play. And, and I just – it's all it's everybody. It, it was a great 
program win tonight. Plainfield's a good football team, and uh, we just were able to kind of control and play it at our tempo. You know, we pride ourselves in playing great October football around here, and, um, you know, the calendar turns to October, it gets a little cold, wind starts blowing, you know, those teams <laughs> that run the football and stop the run. You know, right. we, we just, we, we just you know, we told our kids we had, you know, we had 15 days to be playing our best. And, uh, you know, we've so far, you know, so far so good. It's a great win. I mean, it really is. And, and it, it's also a satisfying win. It validates everything you and your staff are trying to do. And this is one when you can go home and be proud of what you do for a living. Yeah, you know, like I said, their resilience, uh, Coach, I, I, you know, kids are so resilient. They really are. Sure. And just when you think that, just when you, you know, as coaches, you're starting to think, man, I don't know how this is going to work. We've got all these young sophomores playing and, and they're, you know, how's this going to work? And then, you know, they come out and, and your older kids, your older kids lead them. Right. You know, your older kids kind of lead them where they need to go. And uh, like I said, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm so proud of, of, again, that was, that was our, that's everybody counting us out. I mean, I, you know, I know that sounds right. cliche, but I mean, everybody's like, Oh my God, coach, I don't know how you're going to win this one. And to be honest, <laughs> I kind of felt the same way. And then, right, you know, the first, right. then, then, then the first quarter happens. And then after the first quarter we're ahead and everybody's like, okay, like normal, like it's normal. Let's go play. Let's right. go do it. So, um, you know, so like I said, we got off to a good start. We started fast, finished strong, uh, slate Valentine rushed for 197 yards. Uh, tonight, and then uh, Caden Davidson had a great game. Dane Coons had a great game running the ball. Um, it was just, it was just a great team win. I I could go through the whole roster. The offensive line played great. Um, I just like I said, it was the great team win. Great team win. Whiteland over Plainfield, twenty-two to eight. Darren Fisher, congratulations. Good luck next week. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Tyson Moore joins me, the head coach at Seymour. The Owls beat New Albany 53-14. Coach, thanks for the call. Congratulations. That's an impressive win tonight for you and your kids. Yeah, man. Uh, heck, we put up some video game-like numbers again tonight uh, for what seems like <laughs> eighth week in a row. Uh, my quarterback broke two more school records, and uh, it was it was an all-around offensively, defensively, uh, one of the most consistent games we played. Uh, we had a couple miscues in the first half, but we settled down, adjusted, and, and it just just dominant win for us tonight. Well, it's a great time of year to be putting together something like this, don't you think? Because your kids are really playing well at this stage. Yeah, you know, we've stacked three wins in a row now, and, and our message this week was, hey, the calendar's turned October, and, you know, good teams are playing their best football in October and then the elite teams are the ones that carry that into November. So uh, for us to be able to, you know, have a great week of practice like we had and then uh, really show up and put the put the product out on the field tonight, uh, it, it, it gives us some big momentum uh, as we take it into week nine and then even into the playoffs. All right, your quarterback, what's his name again? Brett Perry. Brett, Brett Perry, senior for us. Uh, he's actually a baseball committee. played baseball at uh, – right. Randy next year, but uh, he threw for 20, he had 21 completions for 403 yards. He broke the passing, the single season passing touchdown record tonight, uh, which was 32, and I believe he's up to 36 touchdowns on the season. Uh, he broke the single season um, passing right. yards record tonight. 
I mean, he, he's broken six records on the on the year. This offense has broken twelve records on the season. I mean, it's just it's it's been an unbelievable year from an offensive standpoint. What's well, a great win tonight, Seymour? Fifty-three fourteen over New Albany. Tyson Moore, thank you so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, man. I'd like to give a shout out to my mother too. Go right ahead. Love you, Mama. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Okay. No, go ahead, Coach. Don't let me interrupt. No, I was just going to say I, I, I promised I'd give her a shout out on our radio show this this uh, <laughs> after the game, and I completely forgot we were on Cloud Nine. So uh, I, I told her I said, hey, I'm going to give you a shout out now. So love you, Mama. Be safe traveling, um, and have fun on your vacation. Outstanding. Um, Coach, uh, anytime you want to talk to your mom, I'm I'm all in. Just let me know. Okay, congratulations again. Appreciate it, Bob. You're welcome. Thank you. Jasper tonight beats Evansville North 35-21. Tony Lewis joins me. Coach, congratulations on the win. Thanks, Bob. It was a great team win. I've kind of heard some of these last callers. It's it's a lot like kind of what they've gone through. <laughs> right. We we got we got down early uh, to a really good North team who was coming off a big win against Vincent Lincoln last week, and uh, you know we had a gut wrenching loss last week against Castle in a close game that we had an opportunity there to score ten and just couldn't get it in. So, like like the previous coaches. Uh, talked about you're never never sure how your kids are going to respond and we challenged our kids right, this week right to have a hundred percent buy-in and uh you know in the second half i thought our defense came out played extremely well uh joe shelton does a great job as our defense coordinator our kids went to the correct gaps and we had several kids make big plays for us mitchell leinenbach had an interception uh we went on a 20 uh 28 to nothing run there we were down 14 nothing uh wow. got back into it at halftime 21 all um max butel our quarterback played most of the game on a on a bad ankle uh got us in the right place uh made some big throws uh mitchell leinenbach had a touchdown catch tyler atkins had a touchdown catch uh carter holsworth ran like a man possessed uh jack levin at the start of the second half put us up 28 21 with a big uh toss sweep run can't say enough about our offensive line and tight end as well um you know it was a great team win after a really tough loss last week our kids came to play and uh again we got ourselves down early with a couple turnovers. Uh, we had a turnover on a kickoff and a turnover on offense that gave North uh, a good field position. They scored early, and and you just you're just so proud of the way your kids have resilience and and bounce back after getting down early. Jasper winning tonight over Evansville North 35-21, the final. Tony Lewis, congratulations and good luck next week. Thank you very much. Go Wildcats. It's rivalry week next week against Vincennes, and we're going to have to play well again. Really looking forward Thanks to it. T- Thanks, Tony. Good luck. More football when we come back on Indiana Sports Talk. All right. Tough night for Union City tonight. They had Centerville, and they lost 53 to nothing. the final score in that one. East Noble, they beat New Haven this evening 31-21. 
Eastern Hancock, they took it to Shenandoah, 26-14, the final score. Prairie Heights and Fremont. Fremont gets the 32-20 victory. Greencastle over Owen Valley, 35-15. Jasper at Evansville, North Jasper wins, 35-21. Jimtown, they beat South Bend Adams by the score of 44-6. Kokomo takes on Richmond. They shut out Richmond, 43-0, the final score. McConaughey and Wabash. McConaughey gets the big win over, the, over Wabash, 55-13. Mississinawa and Elwood. Mississinawa shuts out Elwood 49 to nothing. Monrovia and Cascade. Monrovia wins 42 to 35. Newcastle and New Palestine. Newcastle has a rough day at the office. New Pal wins 35 to 7. North Decatur, they beat Edinburgh 69 to nothing. North Harrison over Clarksville, 35 to 8, the score in that one. North Davies and North Knox. North Davies, rough day. They lose to North Knox by a score of 46 to 7. North White and North Newton. North White wins 66 to nothing. Northwood and Wawasi. Northwood wins 38 to 21. Northwell and Huntington North, Northwell, Norwell, excuse me, wins 27-6. Pendleton Heights and Yorktown, Pendleton Heights wins 31-7. And Pike beats North Central Indianapolis 34-15. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Danville tonight over Tri-West, 38-7. Danville's Jamie Comer joins me. Coach, thanks for the call. I appreciate it, and congratulations on a pretty good win tonight. Yeah, yeah, we uh, 21-7 over Western Boone. Big win for us. Uh, big win for our program. Kids played great tonight. They're, these are two really good teams. Uh, I mean, you know, you're both ranked in your respective classes. So tell me how you did this tonight, Coach. It looks defensively like your kids were uh, on target tonight. Yeah, kudos to our defense coordinator, John Llewellyn. Uh, our defense threw a shutout. We gave up a kick return for a touchdown, which gave them their seven on the board. But uh, our defense was lights out. Coach Llewellyn and his staff put a great plan together and really tried to limit uh, what Western Boone does. But, again, Western Boone's a great program, has, has great players and coaches. So it was a tough, tough week for our kids to, to make sure that they were in the right spots, but they came out uh, on our senior night and played a great game and really, really proud of our coaches and players for the way they played tonight. So pairing shows coming up Sunday. Obviously, you're last week of the regular season next week. So, are you guys trending, as we like to say, in the right direction right now? Yeah, I can. I'm super proud of our program. We lost our starting quarterback week four uh, to a non-throwing hand injury. He he will be back within the week or two. Um, we've had a freshman that's been playing quarterback. We've won or won four out of five with a freshman quarterback. Our kids have have stepped up and rallied around him. Uh, given us an opportunity to continue to grow this season, to be be sitting here at six and two uh, with a big big game next week at North Montgomery, uh, good challenge, and then head into the postseason. We're excited about our team. Danville twenty one seven over Tri West tonight. Jamie Comer, thanks for the call, Coach. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Bye. Greg Rakestraw in the ISC Sports Network, the man himself has the Carmel 17-14 win over Warren Central tonight. Greg, what a great game tonight. 
It was, and I've seen this game before for Carmel. This was almost identical to their win against Lawrence North three weeks ago. The score was in 17-14. But, Bob, this is a game where Carmel had less than 200 yards of offense but found a way to hang around, got enough big plays on defense and special teams and a couple of big plays from their Mm -hmm. sophomore and Anthony Colner with his feet. A 59-yard touchdown run in the first half to tie the game at seven. A 29-yard run on third and 19 in the fourth quarter. Next play, a 20-yard passing touchdown to Christian Peterson and eventually led to a Josh Plaschek 37-yard field goal to win it with about a minute 15 left to go in the game. Plaschek now is a perfect 6 of 6 on field goal tries so far this season. And again, on a night where Carmel gave up a pick 6 for a touchdown when Carmel had 175 yards of offense for the game. They find a way to win 17-14 and get to 5-3 and three on the season. It's a pretty good matchup, though. I mean, you look at it. I mean, these are two really, uh, you know, solid football teams. Uh, you know, big matchup conference-wise, that kind of stuff. So, you know what? Uh, and at this time of year, why not have a game like this? Hopefully, if you're uh, Carmel, it's a momentum boost as you head in. And I think uh, Mike's kids can learn from a game like this because they both played awfully well. I haven't, I haven't seen Warren since the last couple of weeks. I, I think they will benefit from having that week off. I frankly think all the teams in 5A and 6A benefit from having that week off before right. their postseason starts. But if they can shore up things in special teams, Warren's going to be pretty tough. And again, Warren's got a bit of a different path than most in 6A because their sectional is Perry and Southport and Tech. And again, Perry is much improved, but they're still not playing, you know, competition level of Warren Central. Right. Warren is also playing a freshman quarterback in Anthony Dennison. Uh, and, and he did a lot more positive things than negative things tonight. Warren's deep at the running back position. They're a little beaten up by the end of the game in that position. But if Warren can get just a little bit better in terms of, 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 of their punting game and their kicking game, not necessarily in terms of just, you know, who's kicking, who's punting, et cetera, but just in terms of, of kind of some miscues and, 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 and blocking schemes and things like that, they've got the talent in every other aspect of the field they're going to be a tough outcome to 6A tournament. Outstanding. Tonight, Carmel, 17-14 winners over Warren Central. From the ISC Sports Network, Greg Rigstrell. Greg, thanks for the call. We'll talk tomorrow night. I appreciate your time. You got it, buddy. We'll talk soon. Brad Huber joins me as the call of Triton Central's 31-6 win over Beach Grove. Triton Central number two and 2A, a very impressive win. Brad, thanks so much for the call uh, on this big game tonight. Yeah, you're welcome, Coach. Uh, I would say in the first half, it didn't look like it was going to be the way it ended up being. You think uh, teams that score 26 and 40 points on the season and give up 32 and 22 would be a much higher uh, game than uh, 6 to 3 Beach Grove at halftime before it turned into the uh, Jay Stuckey show in the second half. Jay Stuckey had a pretty good ball game. He's capable. He's really, really capable. This is a Triton Central team, as I mentioned, highly ranked in the polls, great on the defensive side of the football, and offensively have multiple weapons at their disposal. They do, and they look like they're a favorite, especially in that second half. Jay Stuckey ran for two touchdowns. He threw for two, one to uh, Mason Compton, and also he threw it to Braden Wilkins as well. 
That's his, uh, he's now throwing for 23 touchdown passes on the year and eight running. So a dual threat quarterback, and this team looks awfully dangerous behind Coach Abel as we uh, get closer to the uh, postseason. Brad Huber, another great job. Who'd you work for tonight, Brad? It was uh, IndianaHighSchoolSports.com, myself and Eddie Garrison. Oh no! <laughs> Hopefully they had you had to have security because you're two superstars getting in and getting out. Be safe going home. Give my best to Eddie, Brad yeah, Huber we'll on do. the call of Triton. Thank you, Coach. Okay, Triton Central. Thank you, Triton Central over Beach Grove, thirty-one-six. John Herrick, multi-talented John Herrick from the IU Sports Network and the award-winning journalist for Network Indiana and. Uh, WIBC. John Herrick has the call of Ben Davis's 26-23 win over Lawrence Central. What a great game, John. It was. Uh, and it was a game where, unfortunately, both teams had setbacks at the quarterback position. Uh, Bryson Luter, the starter for Lawrence Central, was a game-time decision coming in. He could not play, so Terry Walker got the start for LC. He threw a 75-yard touchdown pass to Ahmad Duff. Then he, then he got a touchdown run out of his running back, Karan, Marks, Karan Parks, and that made it 14-7 LC. But Ben Davis is the number three team in Class 6A for a reason. They came back. They were able to tie the game by half, and then um, then they just were able to hold true. And Thomas Gutkowski, the Ben Davis quarterback, got hurt in this game. But then the backup quarterback, Isaiah Rogers, came in and led Ben Davis to victory. And Ben Davis got four field goals out of Ben Rudolph, who was our player of the mm. game. So, so many of these games tonight, Bob, that I've heard from people call in came down to special teams and the kicking game, and the kicking game was huge tonight for Ben Davis. It was a big reason why they won this game 26-23. These are two explosive teams, and you kind of expect in these kind of games to get big plays, and so you're not surprised that special teams are able to play a big part in a game like this because of the nature of both of these football teams. Yeah, and you know both these teams have value, have capable kickers coming in, and when you get into field goal range and you get inside the 30, you know that you've got confidence to kick the field goal. Not every high school football team has that. And so for the, the reason that Ben Davis has that on top of all of their other explosive playmakers that have helped them get to 7-1 and one on the season, this is a dangerous team in all three phases. And every year they play Lawrence Central. I don't care what mm-hmm. LC's record is. They right. always right. seem to give Ben Davis trouble. So this is a fun rivalry game. LC had senior night. It was a very competitive game. Ben Davis was just a little bit better. John Herrick, who'd you work for tonight? ISC Sports Network with Gregory Rakestraw. The one and only. All right, you know what? Don't call me tomorrow night. I want you to have fun tomorrow night, okay? I'll do all the work. Listen, I'll do all the work like I normally do. I'll do all the work tomorrow. You take a night off and uh, take your lovely, lovely girlfriend out to dinner. Well, she's fiance now too, so we're going to do that. Take we got a lot fi- to and take your fiance out too. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bob. There you go. All right, John. Thank you. That's a cheap, cheap shot. I take it back. All right. Coming up, scoreboard update. Then we'll talk more ball on Indiana Sports Talk. Okay, in high school football, we have most of the scores coming in now. Starting things out with Northfield and Whitco. Northfield gets the 33 to nothing shutout victory. 
Northridge and Plymouth. Plymouth falls to Northridge by a score of 42-14. And Northview, they really take it to Edgewood this evening. 57-7, the final score in favor of Northview. Norwell and Huntington North, 27-6, to the final score. Norwell wins Oak Hill. They shut out Blackford, 41 to nothing. Park Tudor, Tudor and South Newton. Park Tudor gets the win, 58-18. Penn and New Prairie. Penn shuts out New Prairie, 22 to nothing. Peru over North Miami. Peru, 54. North Miami, 7. Pike against North Central of Indianapolis. Pike wins, 34-15. Pioneer over Culver. Pioneer wins 46-8. Corden Central, they had Providence this evening. They had a tough outing. Providence wins 51-13, the final score in that one. Riverton Park and Park Heritage. Riverton Park gets the big win, 21-6. Rochester and Southwood. Rochester shuts out Southwood, 41-0. Seymour and New Albany. New Albany has a tough go of it, and Seymour gets the 53-14 win. South Adams over Woodlawn. South Adams, 48. Woodlawn, 20. South Bend Clay against John Glenn JV. South Bend Clay wins 19-16. That's a close game. South Bend Riley over Bremen, 22-8. And South Bend St. Joseph over Culver Academy, 20-6. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Hamilton Southeastern is number five in 6A. Uh, tonight, they get a very impressive win. Uh, Mike Kelly joins me, the head coach from HSE. Coach, thank you so much for the call. Congratulations on the win tonight. These are you know over Franklin Central, 19-3, the final. It's a good football team you beat tonight, Coach. Yeah, very good. And very talented on offense and uh, defensively. They made things very challenging for us. Uh, Particularly uh, to being able to run the football like we like to, they they did a nice job defensively as well. So um, field position helped us out significantly, and also defense. I got several turnovers, which uh, gave us some short fields, and uh, we were able to take some advantage of it late in the game uh, and uh, come away with some points. Great game plan. Force turnovers, take advantage of it with your offense and put points on the board. That's so that's a great way to win, especially here you are in week number eight where it's it's starting to get extremely important to play this kind of football. Yes, sir. And, you know, the, the weather conditions and, uh, I, you know, looking around the state, it seems like everyone uh, had some tight games this night, this evening. So, you know, I'm proud of our kids. They, they kept fighting and found a way to, uh, to get the job done tonight. Um, you know, um, Braden Myers got a pick. Uh, Jack Seifert had a interception or a uh, fumble recovery. Uh, several guys just played really, really well for us on the defense side of the ball. And then Chandler Weston was able to run in uh, a, a ball uh, from about seven yards out and got a got a touchdown. And then Jalen Alexander got another one for us uh, on the offensive side of the ball. So. Uh, all in all, a uh, good team win. Uh, proud of our guys and the fight that they had. Obviously, Franklin Central and Coach West does a, a great job in getting their guys mm-hmm. ready and prepared. And, uh, and each 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 year, you're, you're, Franklin Central is another one of those teams where you're like, man, um, we got to right. show up and, and play our best football or else 
Or else we're not going to leave. I'm very, I'm very excited. So I'm proud of the way they fought, though. As you should be. Hamilton yes, Southeastern, 19-3 winners over Franklin Central. HSC's number five and six A. Mike Kelly, I appreciate the call. Good luck next Friday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. David Deaton from WKLO has the call of North Harrison's 35-8 win over Clarksville. Thanks for the call, David. Very impressive win for North Harrison tonight. Yeah, good win on senior night for the Cougars tonight, Coach, as they finish 4-1 and one on the home field in the regular season. It's the sixth time in the last eight years North Harrison has gone 3-1 and one or better on their home field and have played a good, solid game tonight against the Clarksville team that's in a rebuild. Their first-year head coach, Zach Hensel, former assistant at Franklin Central, Hamilton Southeastern, and Milan comes in in his first year. They're 0-8 after the loss tonight, but they are very young at the skill positions. Got some experience up front on the offensive and defensive lines, and they really played well in the second half tonight. North Harrison just really had too much for them in the first half as the Cougars got to that 35 nothing lead. Uh, it had the running clock in the second half as well. David Langdon runs for a touchdown to start it off. Bryce Fessel gets two touchdowns tonight for the Cougars on the ground. Mm-hmm. Colton McKinney got an end-around handoff and ran at 63 yards for a touchdown in the second quarter. Owen Whitaker gets a one-yard touchdown run, one of the seniors for the Cougars. So they end up running for 282 yards on the ground tonight, 310 yards of total offense. McKinney led the way with 99 rushing yards on the night. Bryce Fessel, 91 rushing yards for North Harrison. And so the Cougars are 6-2. and two. They're guaranteed a winning season, and it is the seventh time in the last nine years that's happened for this team. So had a good game tonight overall, and Clarksville getting a touchdown late. Jawan Scott with a five-yard touchdown run, his first of the season. And a freshman quarterback in Christian Lee for Clarksville, that's a good quarterback, does a good job running their power running game offense at 46 yards to lead Clarksville tonight. So good win for North Harrison. Got a tough one at Providence next week. Uh, Pioneers number four in Class A, very good football team. And good prep for the sectional coming up for North Harrison in sectional 32. And and uh, you know, a game that can help get you ready for the postseason against Providence next week. But a good win for the Cougars tonight at home to finish the home slate of the regular season on a high note. David Deaton from WKLO. David, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Always great to talk to you as well, Coach. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Just want to remind everyone, we'll talk a lot about it tomorrow. Make sure you join us tomorrow night, though, by the way, to catch our Saturday night show talking about college football. Paul Condry and I will be bringing you the pairing show for the upcoming uh, football championship, state championship. That'll be Sunday night from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Uh, on many of these great stations around the state, on the IHSAA Champions Radio and TV Network, it's streamed live. So Paul and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters, uh, bringing you the show. Um, the format, simple, same format that we've done the past years, we will start with 1A North and work our way up to 6A. And as a, a way to give you a guide to plan uh, on, on when you might be able to hear your particular school 
If you think about it, we'll open up the show with a uh, an interview. We'll we'll talk to the commissioner uh, for three or four minutes, and then we'll launch into one a north and one a south. We spend approximately you know, five to seven or eight minutes on each one of those. So one a north will be five to seven minutes. One a south, five to seven minutes. So start to do the math and figure out. Uh, where when you need to, to tune in now obviously i encourage you to listen to the whole thing uh and paul and i uh from our perspective I mean, we're radio guys this is what we this is what we do and so we you know we we approach it from a radio show standpoint and so um we'll be there encouraging all of you to do that and um uh, at the end of the night, we're trying to make, mention as many schools as we, as we can, as many players as we can, as many coaches as we can within the confines of, uh, of the time restraints. So we are actually on, you know, for two hours. In that two hours, we, we have 14 breaks uh, of 90 seconds each. And so now you're knocking down a lot of time. So we actually are are talking, you know, we don't have a lot of time to talk about 200 uh, schools. So th- I'm not trying to make excuses in advance. I'm just trying to explain to you what's what's happening. Uh, and Paul will do all the work. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'd like to say, along for the ride, uh, I do have some things that I do. But I think the biggest thing is the man himself who wrote the book, and it's called the Indiana Football Digest. Um, he is the star of this entire broadcast so you want to tune in to make sure you catch him and watch him work because it's uh it's something it's fun to be alongside him and all the things that he does throughout this show and he'll give you the amount of information he's going to give you is staggering so join us sunday don't forget to join us tomorrow night we're going to be talking about college football top of the hour scoreboard update coming up soon this is network indiana's indiana sports talk